unknown. Into the unknown. With the interns. Mm. Are you out there? Copyright infringement. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Disney will never find us. Because <laughs> we are not famous. We're too hidden. We're too hidden. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what if we do? You know, <laughs> in the mail, they said, we found you. <laughs> You're an hour away from us. So we... <laughs> Uh well, yeah. Welcome yeah. to the Interns Podcast, where we are just delusional at the start, and then we at the end we're like, let's do something important, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh I'm one of your hosts, Nate. And I'm Brad. Yeah, he is. Uh Brad, Brad, Brad. That's that is indeed that's half my name. Mr. Connolly. Mr. Spaghetti. Mr. Mr. <laughs> Spaghetti. Nate, uh, okay. We know this going into this. But you and I have already been a disaster this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We woke up and we just chose absolute buffoonery. We we that's a that's a good word for it. Buffoonery. Buffoonery. It didn't help that one of our our we're both taking Old Testament online together and yeah. our masters. Our masters. Dude, we're about to be masters and of a, Christianity. And a, yeah, and apparently <laughs> Apparently, one one of the assignments was real silly. It was like understanding context. And the assignment was, finish this story. And the story was just ridiculous. Yeah. And I wrote, I, I tripled down. And my response was yeah. even more ridiculous. I remember you, because you're talking about it. You're like, Nate, Nate, you got to read this when I finish it. And I just kept thinking, like, I have no desire to read this. And then I read it. And I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever read in my life. So, so um, yeah, I'm coming off of hey, that. Hey, we'll put it in the show notes. Um, I have no <laughs> idea how to do that, so no, don't no. look. I'm coming. I just hear people say it all the time. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, we'll put that diagram and that. We'll put the links in the in the show notes. It's like, what are you yeah. talking about? I didn't know that was a thing. Um, I'm coming with high absurdity levels. Absolute. Absolute. Uh, Brad, you actually, to, to kind of come off of our absurdity. I know, I know, I know. So you had your second week at a small group. That you started, you and uh, Jess started. Yes. Last week, you kind of told us that uh, you, you got good results back from it, but leaving the night right off, uh, kind of like fresh, uh, the fresh wound, you weren't as, um, I don't want to say impressed, but you were a little more down about the the attendance of it and how it went. Um, and then you got some good encouragement about it the, the day after. Mm-hmm. How do you feel last night went? Well, Wednesday went. <laughs> Last Wednesday. Significantly happier. Yeah. Significantly happier. Um I did have I did have four new people. Three of them were just college students. They were like, yeah, we'll give this a try. Um, so I was a lot happier. Not and even not about like the numbers game or anything like that that we talked about, but our discussion was a lot more structured. Mm. Um I, <laughs> sound sound bad but i was a lot more like biblically prepared we we use scripture a lot last week was like uh hey let's get to know each other where we're coming from this week was like okay let's let's dig in let's see what god's word has to say about these topics yeah so i came out of it loads happier cool loads that's awesome yeah Yeah. uh so yeah i look forward to continuing to See that ministry grow for you as well as um, all those that are part of it, because I think there are a lot of you. I mean, I've heard of a lot of people that are um, either unchurched that are coming or um, maybe aren't as 
biblically sound in some of these hot topics. And so I think this is really good for uh, to, to jump into because you talked about church hurt this week. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Jess and I prayed in the room before it began, before anybody was there. And mm. I was like, I was like, God, I don't want people to get angry because <laughs> there are, there, there are a few people in there that I was looking at and I was like, I don't know what's going to come out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And those are, I feel like we should, that's a good problem to have. Yeah. Uh, I heard another pastor talk about like, hey, this guy, one of our church members is out, you know, asking me for a cigarette right before he walks in the door. And he was like, well, this guy two years ago would have been asking you for marijuana. So yeah, we're going to celebrate that growth. And also it was like a, a sense of, I, I enjoy, the pastor was kind of in this idea of like, I enjoy having people that I have to worry about coming in and coming out. Those are the people that I, I want in my church, you Ooh. know, the ones that, that need salvation and that need Jesus. Ooh, I love that. That's good, right? Let's go. That's yeah. good. Hey man, shout out Matt Chandler. When he listens to the podcast, I will. I listen to his, so he better. Vice versa. It's, 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 yeah. He has to. It would be rude if he didn't. Right? Yeah. I'm going to stop listening to him if he doesn't. No. No. What if I did? <laughs> Boycott. He'd be looking at his views and he'd go, man, that one person in DeLand, I was really rooting for He's him. Like, Nate. Nate, come on. Come on. Come on it, he dimmed me about it. Yeah. Be like, buddy, come on. Dude. What about you? Iron what about your Wednesday? It went really well. Yeah. Uh, we are consistently seeing a lot of growth. Um, okay. Sustained growth. Let me say it that way. So in the summer, um, we had a, a really nice spike mm. in the student ministry. It was sick. Yeah. There was a big growth there. Uh, and I think as they started go going back to school, uh, it, it started to taper off a little bit. Um, and then it would kind of have this ebb and flow nature to it. And so you, you kind of didn't know how many how many students are going to be showing up to these things. You kind of had to wonder and worry, not really worry, but wonder um, how many students you're going to, you need to supply things for. Um, but now it's like for over the past two months, it, or maybe, maybe it's a little ambitious, maybe last month, month and a half, we've had a pretty sustained growth. Uh, I'll just say since we've started this semester uh, for the, for school, We've had a pretty sustained number, uh, which I'm very happy for, because uh, I feel like when, once you have a sustained number and those same people you see are coming back and coming back and coming back and you can and sort of start to rely on them, um, I, I feel like you can almost, you're able to see spiritual growth in a new way um, because it's not somebody that's coming coming to one, one time of teaching and then not coming for two weeks and then coming back. But you're actually getting to talk to them uh, on a consistent basis, whether from the stage or, or from just the, the congregation, um, hanging out with them. So that's been really cool. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I, I preached last night on um, workspace faith. We're, we walked through that hot topic and really pointing to, towards discipleship. And I, um, yeah, I really felt, mm. I really felt like the Holy Spirit was working a lot in that. So that's a good one. Yeah. 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 I miss the student ministry a lot. Come back, man. I'm, I, well, <laughs> I, I think they, I can't now. Dude, the small group, they can do it. It's I, fine. I'll be Just like, got it. I'll be like, see ya. See you guys. <laughs> I'm going to head back. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm going to step back and punt this one. I mean, it's just, it's so fun. It's so fun. And, and the topics are just really awesome. Yeah. And I don't yeah. get to hear you as much. I know, man. Yeah. I try to, it's fun. So I try to record uh, when I preach and it's funny because Pastor Dan preaches in there too. And I told him I record myself and he goes, do you, do you record the times that I speak? And I said, 
No. No. Uh, <laughs> no, but I record them so I can send them to my family uh, because it, they are, they always ask when I'm when I'm speaking. Whenever I spoke uh, or, or preached or taught when we were in college and I went to a college in the same town they were, they would always come out uh, and they were like, they would be very, they'd be very disappointed if I taught and didn't tell them. That, that was kind of like really? a thing. If I did anything that was maybe out of the norm or they th- they thought was a big deal, uh, they are very much, a, they're very much like, uh, you know, family supports family mm-hmm. uh, type, type family. So when, when we would do things like that or when I would do things like that, they had to be there. And so since I've moved away, obviously they can't really tune in. And so I try to record and send uh, most of the time I forget last night. I didn't forget. So I went to go watch it to send it to him. Somehow like the sound got unplugged. And so all you heard was like static. And I was like, Oh, sad day. Sad day. So I was going to say, I would show you, I'll send it to you, but I can't. So (laughs) it literally sounds just like, It really, I mean, it's a, it's one way to like watch that, and you'll really focus on your mannerisms. Oh yeah, I watched sure, myself, and sure. I was like, ah, like, what am I doing with my hands? I was like, I what do am I doing my, my, my do my hands move so, but they move in the same way. So I'm just... <laughs> Those who are listening have no idea what I just did there, but yeah. I basically <laughs> just, I basically just move my hands around. That'd be um, a, that'd be an interesting challenge. Yeah, get a video of yourself, but mute it and watch how you move. Yeah, I know. I notice a lot of times when I'm preaching, I put my hands in my pockets. Mm-hmm. I'm saying this, and a lot of our students listen to this podcast, and so now I'm I'm just adding this pressure. Like they're gonna watch. I mean, he's doing the hands, and they're gonna again. be like, look, they're not even gonna be listening to me preach anymore. They're just gonna be watching my mannerisms. Hey. So if you're a student, and you're listening to this. Do not watch my mannerisms. Listen to my words. Hey, students. Watch his eyebrows, man. They go crazy. <laughs> I don't care if you watch my eyebrows. Make sure you pay attention, though. <laughs> oh man. Well, we also did something fun this week. Um, I did something fun alone mm. without you with the students. Yes, we went to Rock the Universe, which for those who don't know, which everybody listening, it's that London, knows, it's that London listener, <laughs> that London li- listener that's definitely not VPN. Uh, it is a Christian concert that is celebrated and hosted by Universal Studios. Every year. Every year. Uh, and it's a two-day thing. We only went to one. It's a lot of fun. Um, big this, big headliner, worship names. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. So yes. like, okay. More like the, it's very youth-driven, so it's all the youthful people. So if you think, like, if you're an adult and you're like, oh, so-and-so must have been there, think like, a generation below that. Point of grace will not well, be there. They were not there. Uh, they were here at Stetson. Stetson uh, and that so- shows something, but they were not there. I know we're so. not trying to get, we're trying to not get distracted, but whenever they said point of grace is coming in staff meeting, mm. everybody but us was like, whoa, whoa, and then, hey, and wow. Then us and I said, I've never heard that name in my life. Pastor Dan said, ask your mother. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. She said, I love point of grace. <laughs> Sounds great. Um, it was so, it was, it, it became such a thing that when point of grace, we were, we were runners for Point of Grace when they were here, as in we would drive back and forth to the hotels that they were, the hotel that they were staying in, and we would bring them to the church and take them back from the church all day. And I had no idea when the actual singers when the actual in the Point car. of Grace, yeah, yeah. We're like I had to ask. We're I, like, who are you? Who I, are you? 
I, yeah, I was like, what's your name? And then they would tell us, and then I'd be like, you seem like you're probably one of the three. Yeah. Are you? And they said, yeah, yeah. I was disappointed that none of them were named Grace. Yeah, none of them were Real named Grace. Real missed opportunity. Yeah. Well, okay. Rock the universe, Rock the though. Universe. Yeah. Uh, I have nothing more to say about that. It was really fun. It was no. a great time. Oh, come on. There really was. I mean, there wasn't There wasn't anything big where, like, a big story that came out of it. Um, I rode a lot of rides. My legs hurt really bad. Had to wake up at 8 a.m. Or not wake up before and be at the church at 8 a.m. for upward the next morning. That was the toughest part. Uh, one of our parent chaperones had to do the same thing because uh, he, he was volunteering as a referee. So shout out him. Um, but it, me and him both got to just lean on each other in that. And I said, we would look at each other and be like, you tired? Yeah. Are you tired? Yeah. So how long were the lines? You know, most of them weren't awful. Most of them were like 15, 20 minutes. No way. Yeah. No way. You had to, well, that's the cool thing about Universal that uh, I'm sure Disney has. We we will get into this. Me and you went to, me, you, and the wives went to Bush Gardens, which was a lot of fun. They don't have this and they need to have this. But Universal has a, on their app, you can click on an attraction and see how long the wait time is. And so we would just do that. Like you, you would go to something and go, oh, you know, where do we want to go next? Oh, we want to go here. What's the wait time like? Ah, oh, man, I don't want to wait that long. Hey, well, the thing right beside it's 15 minutes. And then you'd, you'd pick and choose that way. Hmm. Um, you also, it just depended on who was performing because there was a lot of performers that people just didn't really care to see. Um, and then there was the headliners that they were like, we want to see these. Um, and so you, if you went during the headliners, you were good. Like, I mean, it, it was almost vacant, you know? And so the only headliner that I w- actually sat and watched was Lecrae. Mm-hmm. But everybody else, I had to... Now, we did try to... One ride was a 85-minute wait. And that was the last ride we rode. And that was the best ride. But the wait was the worst time of my life. Because everybody was just screaming. And it was 11 o'clock. And I've a- been walking around since 4... And my just a head, bunch of middle school. Yeah, my head was pounding. Our middle schoolers were awesome. They were they were the only ones in that line that they were they were even like, this is obnoxious. And I said, I, I'm so thankful of you right now that you are not doing this. Um so shout out Rock the Universe. Great time. We'll be doing it again. Okay, cool. Have you ever been before to Universal? Or, or, or like tonight of joy? No. no. No, never been. So it's first time. Yeah, yeah. first time. Yeah. We used to do it a lot when I was in youth, and I haven't done it since. No real drive to do it. Yeah. So I'll date myself. When I was 13, we went to like Rock the Universe or something, and my favorite band was there, Reliant K. Mm. Oh, boy. I, I still enjoy me some Reliant K. But the rule at the time was you always had to be with an adult. And I remember the adult I was with was like, I don't want to do that. I want to go watch like third day or something and i was like and so i did i missed my only chance i've ever had to see reliant k no offense to whoever that chaperone was but shame on him yeah that's that's not the point (laughs) you you didn't you denied me i'm I'm you're going to a youth event you're like i don't want to do what you want to do as the youth i'm scarred for life no it's, it's fine it's cool uh, a lot of fun though. Yeah. So Bush Gardens. Bush Gardens. We went to Bush Gardens. I I don't like roller coasters. Hate them. They they make me sick. They make me nauseous. I I just 
if I would have gone on a roller coaster, I would have been like knocked out for the rest of the day. It would have been terrible. I love them. Yeah. So let's. So what did you think about Bush Garden? Awesome. I love Bush Gardens. Second time I've been. Um, I'm a roller coaster fiend. Mm. So. Uh, yeah, you are. We, yeah, dude. We got there. We were kind of uh, short on time because we left a little later. You had some where you needed to be, uh, and it's from here. It's like a two and a half hour drive, and so we had I think like a four to five hour window, uh, which seems very short. But for rides, when you think of like we, it was five and a half hours. Five and a half hours. Okay, yeah. a little longer. Yeah, we we also stayed a little. <laughs> we 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 did not leave when we needed to leave. Um, but yeah, it was just a, I want to hit every single ride. If I leave a place and I haven't ri- ridden a ride, road is road or ridden? Reased. Reased. Look, if I had not reased a ride, um, I would feel- Rided. I, <laughs> I would feel as if um, I did not satisfy myself in, in, in like the sense of making the most of my trip. Okay. So- Love, love roller coasters, which is why, you know, I appreciate Universal. I appreciate Disney. They have nothing compared to like a Six Flags or King's Island or even like a Bush Garden. You know, I, I don't, to me, I don't really care about the, like for, for instance, Universal, I loved it, but most of the rides were like these 4D where I didn't, you didn't really move. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is kind of, it's cool, no. but I would never want to do this after I've done it once. Roller coaster, I will do it as many times because it's the feeling. It never gets old of just like leaving your seat and the the anxiousness you get every loop de loop and every spin. Um, and when you feel like you're gonna like hit everything that's coming at you, that never leaves. Uh, whereas like the 4D experiences or like the walkthrough things, that's cool. But I don't want to do that every time I go. You know. So if like if Bush Gardens was near us, I would have I would go every weekend and I'd be just fine. Mm-hmm. I, I like it a lot. Uh, the joy I get from Bush Gardens or going with friends to Bush Gardens is I feel like a part of me is just fulfilling a role that the, my team needs. When you guys go into that line and you say, Brad, hold my bags. I'm like, look at me. I am a, I am MVP right now. Dude. They could not do this. That's absolutely right. If it right. wasn't for me. There was a, so there was a part of me when we, when we left to go, I was like, man, I just hate that Brad just has to come and sit and he doesn't, obviously you get to look at the animals, which is cool. Uh, but you just have to sit in line and wait with us and then you have to leave. But boy, when you started taking our bags and then I got a turkey leg and you held it. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm kind of glad Brad doesn't like rides. Yeah, he's hey, awesome. Hey, I'm I'm a weenie, but like, boy, am I a helpful weenie. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so you're a real one for that. And, and that I honestly like, I don't mind it. Uh, okay, so like, if you were to be like, Brad, do you want to go to Bush Gardens for the whole day? I'd be like, that's exhausting. But it's not like I hate it. Yeah. So I enjoy it, and I I enjoy watching my friends, you know, have a lot of fun. And so I, I'll be that guy. Sat on a bench, watched a YouTube video. It's what I would do at home anyway. Like, yeah. I don't care. And uh, you guys had a blast. I got to watch a bird land on you. I got you some did. good pictures. Uh, yeah, I got some good pictures. Uh, a cat walked under me once, uh, like an actual cat at Bush Gardens. And it's so funny that there's like cheetahs and lions and tigers. People lose their minds when a house cat steps onto the 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 
the property. Yeah. They're like, oh my goodness, wildlife. And it's, you know, some, it's it's got a collar, you know, it says biscuit on, yeah. on its collar. And so, yeah. Yeah, it was running away from everybody. And they're like, oh no, the kitty. Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and the, the cheetah's right there, like shrugging its shoulders, like, bro. <laughs> yeah, I do. I agree. I feel like if there was a house cat next to a cheetah, People would look at the house count. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So cute. Yeah. Oh, so that's what we did that's this week. We, did. we just had fun. <laughs> what, what did you do as an intern at the church? We went to, <laughs> we went to much Garden. Yeah. Theme parks. Um, that goes back to the question of people wonder, did someone ask Jess, what does Brad do as an intern? And she could not answer it very well. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I have the opportunity to, I just learned this like an hour ago. I have the opportunity to sit in on church council Sunday. Ooh, ah. Uh, this is, yeah, no, you don't. He, he. Uh, church council is like the the group of, of people that are appointed within Stetson Baptist, like leadership role positions to discuss the health and the direction of the church. Yeah. And so it's sort of like in Hamilton, the room where it happens. It is. This yeah. is the room where it happens. Because these aren't, I wouldn't say these are like our, our bosses' bosses. But, no, they're not. But there is a point where they can come and say, hey, we are seeing the church go this way and we want it to steer in a different direction. Yeah, this or is... we like where it's going. Hey, what's our five to 10 year plan? Where do we see this growth leading us? Right now we're growing as a church. So I expect the church council meeting to be very positive in, in the ways that yeah. they talk about it. But it will have to be, that church council is probably going to talk a lot about how are we going to deal with this growth? Like what do we need to do if this growth continues and when it continues? Mm-hmm. So I get to be like a fly on the wall. You Do I hope you- And then I get to snitch- on our podcast. Yeah, you get to tell all about us. Um, no, you tell me and I'll snitch. Okay, great. Great. You'd be like, I heard from a reputable Dude, source. I heard from somebody on church council or in the room. <laughs> um, sorry, guys. Brad can't be with us tonight. He snitched. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you why you got look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. Please, like, make just some absurd remark. Just like, I think we should. I think the church should invest in a hot air balloon. Just be like, I think we should redo the entire worship center again. It's outdated. <laughs> the year that it's been established, it's been it's, too long. It's outdated. Too much. Too much. Too little. I think. Zip lines. Moto, think moto, mo- do, motocross flips. I think we should do an escalator to and from the mezzanine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the mezzanine. <laughs> the mezzanine. I there's not enough fog machines in the church. We need we need more fog. We need more fog. We need. Oh boy! All right, Nate. I guess we should try to actually talk about something. Want to talk about something? Maybe. Maybe. Something. I don't know. Uh, what did we actually decide to talk? about? Yeah. So the decision that we came to the consensus when we released the survey last week to all of our listeners. Um, and if you didn't sign, if you didn't do the survey, that's on you. Okay. <laughs> Everybody else did. There was no survey. We, we, came, we, we came together and we decided, well, let's talk about scripture memorization. So what, Brad, just to start off our discussion, what is scripture memorization? I'm 
that that seems like a real low ball, my man. I'm, Come on. I'm going to say it. You know I'm going to say it. Don't say it. It's when you memorize scripture. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I, uh, uh, let me let me start with the, the verse. I think it's Psalm 119.11. I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against God. Yeah. So uh, scripture memorization, it's, it's having, it's having bi- portions of the Bible or Bible verses completely memorized for, uh, you know, self-use, but also to have it equipped yeah. if the need arises. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I feel like scripture memorization was a huge thing, especially in the early state stages of the church. Uh, I mean, I, I think about all the scholars that talk about um, the schooling that would go through, that you would go through um, in uh, when you were young and when you were studying the Torah back in Jesus' day, where you would like from, I think it's like ages one to 12 or something, you were consecrated to memorize the entire Torah, which is the first five books of the Bible. Yikes. Um, and and so it's like, yeah, it was a big deal. I didn't actually know that. Oh, okay. Holy. It was a part of our class last week. So Oh. <clears throat> Oops. He knew oh. that, guys. He knew that. Oh, uh, I study, I swear. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. So you'd have to, the, the memorization was such a big deal. And I think it, incl- it kept going in the early church, uh, as you see, like Paul quoting scripture so easily in, in his letters. And, um, but obviously that came back when, when it was more of an oral faith, you know, it wasn't like everybody had. It, it's an orally based culture. Yeah. I've got five Bibles in our office right now, yeah. you know, and so, and six, including my bag. So obviously we, we. We have the ability just to pull the word out, the literal word of God written. Um, does that mean that we don't need to memorize scripture anymore? Is that is that an excuse or is that a actual good reason to say memorization of scripture is is null and void? I don't I don't think so. Um Definitely not, because memorizing scripture uh, goes beyond availability. It's also, it is a heart thing where uh, memorizing scripture is spiritually good for you. Mm. It is it is healthy. Um, it is a very good practice to be a part of. Uh, that being said, brother, am I bad at it? Yeah. And I've, I'm going to, I'm going to take a step of faith out there. I think a lot of people in the church don't do it. Yeah. Okay. And I'm, hey. Guilty. I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. What do you think? So <clears throat> what do I, th- I mean, I, I agree. I think we need to, uh, I, I, yeah. When you told me that this is something that you don't do very well or haven't really put in, put into practice as much, uh, I was honest with you that there was a time in my life where I was heavily invested in it. Oh yeah. And since then I've kind of weaned off and I still have, I have an app. It's called Verses. It's awesome. It's literally like one two ninety nine a year or something, like five ninety nine a year or something crazy. Uh, and it's a way of super easy memorizing scripture. So I recommend that. You can also get the free version. I recommend just doing the five ninety nine because you can do whatever translation you want mm-hmm. and so many uh, cool little tricks of of memorizing scripture. So there's a little plug for you. So I, I use it and I have my scripture memorized, but I haven't added to it in too, too long. Um, so I'm kind of in that same boat with you where, yeah, I've got, I've got some on the docket that I can pull from, uh, like, but, but as far as continuing to memorize as I'm growing and as I'm learning, no, that's not a big portion of my life. Okay. Would you, so you, you explained that it was a heart thing. What are some of the benefits that you think you gain as a Christian from memorizing scripture? 
Um, two things just just pop up in my head. One, it's it's scripture is very very powerful for for personal use during during difficult or trying times. Mm-hmm. I I've heard many stories. Um, personally experienced it where um, I'm going through a trial or a hardship, or there's just a moment where I am just stressed over what I perceive to be one of the biggest things imaginable when in reality, it's not that big. But uh, to me personally, it's, it's tough. It's hard. And that, that verse, that verse that I, I heard and I memorized, you know, forever ago, boy, it just pops into my head. And I'm like, I'm like, God, your word already has the answer right there. Yeah. You know, that's it's so comforting. Um, the other thing I would say that scripture memorization is incredibly useful for is whenever you go out and talk to people about your faith. Mm-hmm. And instead of being like cracking out, you know, oh, let me show you this verse. Hang on, let me Google this real fast. You can just have it flow in a natural conversation. And it and it shows two things. One, that you're you're well equipped, and two, that Yes, you actually do appreciate the word of God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh no, and I love that second point. Obviously, the first point I feel like is what we all think of when we think of memorization of scripture. It is a hey, if you're struggling with something, you got a trial, find where scripture talks about it, put it put it to memorization. And when you when that trial or temptation comes, come back to it. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Meditate on that. Say it out loud. Speak it. Pray it. You know, things like that. That's awesome. That's great. And that's so true and is so good uh, and profitable. But I think there is a lot to be said about um, presenting the gospel in a way that is not just a presentation, but is a conversation and where you ask questions of, hey, where do you struggle to believe in God? Like, what are the things that are holding you back? And when they're able to say like, well, this is where I don't get it. This is where I can't understand how this comes into play. For you to be able to just to pull something out and say, well, this is where in scripture, this is what we see. Mm-hmm. Or if they ask you a question of how could how could this be true or how could you serve a God like this? And and then you're able to say, well, here's what here's where I know it to be said in the Bible that absolutely refutes the statement that you just made. Yeah. Um, and obviously you do that with love and care and grace. But, oh, yeah. Uh, it is such a good tool to show, yeah, there, there. I know what I need to. I know what what needs to be said. I know where I can find it, mm-hmm. um, and you can trust me on that. I think this is just coming from personal experience. So I'm just pointing from like me and Jess, uh, and what we've been doing when we've been just trying to talk to people about religious matters. But I feel like, I feel like if you're in if you're in God's Word daily. And, and you're really seeking after that relationship, you probably know a lot more than you might expect. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I find myself in jest too. We're, we're talking to people and this, a portion of scripture comes up and we, we're like, I can't believe I remember that. I yeah. can't believe I know that. Let me, you know, I'll tell it to you. And that's really encouraging. Uh, when I was getting ready for the, the coffee talk, I I wanted to give scriptural evidence and boy I had like five five maybe five examples for my two points each. I had 10 examples and I was just right off rip. I had them. Did I know where they were specifically? Like Oh, dude, this is that's such a good point. The chapter and verse? No. 
That's such a good point. No, but I knew them. I knew them to be scripture, yeah. you know. And maybe it's my failure to be like I couldn't point to Colossians three thirteen, the the verse on forgiveness. Yeah, you know, as as Christ forgives us. But I knew it was there somewhere. Yeah, there is many times, and I'm I'm right there with you, where I will say, "Oh, I know Scripture says this," and so I just and I think that is a great time to use Google, like to say, and I'm sure you did this of. Where is this? Yeah. What scripture is this? Oh, it's that. And then you go and go, yeah, I knew that that's what that said. And that's yeah. so good. Uh, a, a quick story. So my mentor from back home, he was so, oh my gosh, it was incredible to watch him. I would tell him a scripture and he'd be like, oh yeah, so that's in in here. Oh, I remember what's before it. I remember what's after it. And I remember looking at him and I, I would just say, um, his name is Sean. I said, Sean, I want to be at your level so bad. Like, how did you do, how did you get to this point where you know scripture so well? And he, the, the way, you know what he said? It wasn't, he didn't say, oh, well, I use an app. He just said, I read, I read God's word and I meditate on it. Mm, wow. And as, as I've grown, he, he was, he was 34 at the time he told me this. So Brad. there's hope for me. <laughs> there's two, hope for me. You got two years. Yeah, okay. let's go. <laughs> No, but he was just, he was like, the more I meditate on it, and it wasn't just a, oh, I'd read it real quick. It was the fact that he's like, man, I would, I would, I would read it, and I would study it, and I would try to nourish it. Uh, and he had done it for so long and made it such a habit in, in his life that over time, it just got ingrained into him what, what scripture said what, where you see the themes. Um, and so, yeah, there is a portion of, yeah, we can actively look to memorize scripture, but part of it is, Hey, we, you just, you just need to be in the word of God. You need to be meditating Enjoy on his it. word. Yeah. Uh, and, and that will come with it. You will start to bring to mind things. The Lord will bring to mind his spirit inside. You will bring to mind things mm-hmm. that you need to know that you need to remember uh, over time. And I think what you just stated has a lot to do with, you know, that's a lot of testimony to what you've been studying, even though, yeah, maybe you weren't able to quote it right. Oh, that's from Hebrews. That's from Colossians. You've you've been in the Word so much that you start to understand and know. Well, I know the Word of God says this somewhere. Let me find it. Yeah, yeah. That's encouraging. That made me feel better because I, I was I was like, man. So like, I, I'm gonna flex, and then I will immediately humble myself. When I was your age, when I when I was like 22, I was at the Baptist College of Florida, and me and my friends decided to memorize scripture together. Mm-hmm. Um. My friend picked James. So James is, it's five or six chapters. Yeah, it's a little shorter. But I think it's, it's five. It's a midi. Okay. Yeah. He he picked James. I think he made it, he finished chapter one. Hmm. My other friend picked Philemon. Um, one yeah. chapter. <laughs> yeah. And he got it. Yeah. As he should. He got it. And it's so ridiculous. Whenever I read Philemon, I just like, I laugh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Onesimus. <laughs> um, I chose Romans. Yeah. Are you ready for this? I memorized five and a half chapters of Romans. Five and a half. Yep. Uh, chapter one through halfway through five, which honestly, pretty stinking impressive. I remember none of it. None of it? None of it. Uh, well, they're snippets, but you know, I got out of that habit. I made it to five and a half. I was really excited to get to six because that's the first time Paul says by no means. Yeah. <laughs> But by no, by no means, but I, I never got there. And ever since then it's cause I didn't constantly 
remind myself and read it and look at it, it has all fallen out of my head. Yeah. We all fall. We all fall short of the glory of God. God. That's Romans, right? That's Romans 3.23. So you know that. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, Hey, there there are bits and pieces that I could still get. For some reason, like Romans 2.10 sticks in my head, which says like the venom of asps sits on their lips. There's none who do good. No, not one. Yeah. Their throat is an open grave. Come on. Yeah. It's the cool stuff I remember. (laughs) The things that stick out. The things that make you, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I go, that sounds sick. That's awesome. Uh, No, don't want to step on your parade. uh, Please do. Or poop on your parade. I don't know what the- Poop on my parade. Poop on your parade. Go ahead. Poop on it. So back to Sean. Sean, he was a part of a church and they they memorized all of Romans. No, he's three times better than me. Uh, But no, it was really cool. And he he was kind of the same way. He was like, oh, I did it so long ago. I don't remember everything about it. But the biggest thing is he's like, I remember every point of the every chapter so he's like you could say like hey what was romans 9 about and he'd be able to tell you oh, that's yeah. really cool yeah uh, and i'm sure you could do the same now i can yes of, i can do, i can i can easily explain one through five yeah, yeah. and that's really good and, and again that doesn't even take you memorizing chapter that takes you meditating on a, on a chapter and just say, like you don't have to memorize every word of romans one to be able to say this is what romans one is about um which is a big deal, and we should be able to do that. And, and that's something I struggle with mightily. Um, but we did play a little game with them where I think we were on a mission trip. And I, I, I pulled up. When he had told me that, I was like, dude, how much of Romans do you think you still know? And he's like, I don't, I don't think I know a lot of it. I can quote some of it in, in chunks, but I couldn't tell you. And so I said, all right, I'm going to read you a, a scripture verse, and you tell me where it's from in Romans, in all of Romans. So I think I chose like, Something random, like 517. I did a real, I, I kind of, I made it too tough. But he told me, he couldn't remember that it was 17, but he remembered that it was in five. He's like, I'm, I know that's in five. And I think he said like five, eight or five, nine. Yeah. So, hey. I was like, that's close enough. You win. It's, it's you like win those, a life. It's like those geo guessers, but with the Bible. Yeah. Bible guesser. Yeah. So memorizing scripture, where are we landing? Yeah. It was like, we, we might've gone a little bit far. Uh Obviously, scripture memorization is immensely beneficial, mm-hmm. immensely beneficial. Um, it is a spiritual practice that you should try to do. I like what you said that, man, if you just enjoy getting into God's word, it'll come naturally. Yeah. Um, also, um, let the Spirit, Holy Spirit work. Um, I, I stick by what I said. You, you probably know more about the Bible than what you really think you do. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you really are um, are pursuing that relationship with God, and the Holy Spirit will work through yeah. what you know as well. And also, never never think, oh, I don't know enough about the Bible. You know, it's it's fine. Yeah. You know, I will say this, and I, I don't want to contradict you, but I feel like I'm about to do it. Contradict. Um, it is kind of mind boggling, and I'm I'm part of this. How many people know about random sports stats? You know, and, and what it shows at the end of the day is, hey, what you enjoy doing, what you love doing, you will put effort into putting into knowledge and practice. Uh-huh. Um, and so I think this is a moment where we need to go, hey, let's let's evaluate where are we at with scripture? Like, do I love it enough? Do I do I love the word of God enough to make it a big deal and a big practice in my life? And and at some point we'll talk about and probably in the in the coming weeks of just scripture in general of reading scripture and what how how that needs to come about but i think putting it in into memorization is a part of that 
saying like, I want to equip myself with something that is good, wholesome, profitable, mm-hmm. and, and and that glorifies God. So. Mm-hmm. Je- Jess, I'll quote Jess. So, hey, I love you, Jess. I'm quoting you. Um, she she said one time, she was like, man, how come I can remember the words to a song I heard 15 years ago, but I can't remember Dude, a Bible that's verse? that's so good. And, yeah. That's the song one. I feel like that hits. That yeah. hits hard songs. Yeah. That's it. That's on that it. on that note on that somber note of of how bad of people we are. Yeah. Yeah. It is with that that we say it is only by the grace of God. Where were you going with this? I don't I was actually trying to pull a scripture out, but I can Oh. <laughs> that that that's a good way to end this. Know. We can do like Colossians 1 of like if then you've been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above. Christ is. Oh, here's one. Galatians 1.10. For am I now seeking the approval of man or the or of God? If I were still th- seeking the approval of man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Boom. Seek Christ. I, I used to s- make songs out of scripture at in college. Like, I got to sing it now. Dude, I gotta sing s- it. I, Oh, no. It's so embarrassing. I, I would make like little raps. Um. First Peter three fifteen was like, but in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as holy, holy, and I'd echo holy, 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 holy. Always be prepared to make a defense for if anyone asks you for the reason for the hope that is in you, in you, in you. That's a quick part right there. You, you try to fit but that do in. this with gentleness and respect. Aww. Yeah. All right. Last word. Second Second Timothy three sixteen. All Scripture is profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and training in righteousness. So put it to work. Put put it to memory. Jesus wept. That's a good one. That's a great one. God is love. We're just we're just quoting now. Where's grace and peace? <laughs> grace and peace is in all of Paul's letters. Okay. It, it basically says, let the grace and peace of Christ Jesus guard your... So, okay. Okay. I was like, that's just a quirky Nate thing. Nope. That's, nope. that's part of the benediction. That's, that's part of the, <laughs> it's part of Paul's letters. So. Uh, I did, yeah, I didn't create that. So, well, with that being said... Grace and peace. Grace and peace. Because it's biblical. Like a dove descending (laughs) from from heaven.